Hey, we're the last four boys at the foster home. Also, <laughs> no, also known as More Than Culture. Do you have a business or not? Come to the More Than Culture program. And you can place your ad here, right on our show. You can have companies such as... Trim Hedges. Mm, we Press, advertise it. Pressure Wash Dryways. We'll advertise it. If you got a soccer game coming soon. We'll advertise it. Hey, even if you cut grass or hell. <laughs> This it ain't is a no budget out of to them. get you to do a commercial. Mm. Solicitation commercial. You should have been said. <laughs> That's a shirt. That's a shirt. <laughs> oh man, look at just got followed by Jesus. Boy, hey man, when you do what you're supposed to be doing, stuff come to you. I was nothing a year ago. Then I got a PPP loan, piped on up. Started three, four OnlyFans, it's not even my pages, that's not even my body. Doing well right now. So all that shit you were trying to do that you were hating on somebody else's page, do that shit today, bro. I got a record label that I started this week. We already got a TikTok challenge. We do. I, I don't know it yet, because they ain't send it back to me. I told them to send me the video, but they ain't send it back to me. But start your shit. Yeah, we can't be free until they stop selling us. They make so much money and profit off of our culture. And until we take ownership of ourselves and ownership of that intellectual property, we never gonna be free because we too valuable to somebody else. And that's all it's about. Mm. Goaty. It's an adjective to be the all-time greatest version of yourself. So if I said that you were goaty, I'm saying that your behavior is of or pertaining to goat activity, whatever that may be. So be goaty, greatest of all time you. I'm in here with all these smokers, right? Uh-huh. They, smoke, they, they smokers first, then they comedians. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm going to tell y'all a, a little story about I, I've never smoked weed before in my life. Oh, man. I never. felt like you was going to say that. Never, but I'm going to tell you the story. So one night, it's about 08, we was in the studio at, at Stonehenge, mm. right next to Stank Only. So, you know, like at, when you go to Patchwork, how they cook the brownies, and they cook the cookies, and some studios cook brownies. So one night, we at the studio, we working, me, Polo, Carrie Hilson was there that night. What? Uh, Gonna be a lot of that. <laughs> so I'm in the kitchen, right? So somebody had cooked some brownies. So I go, I eat one. I'm like, he's pretty good. I ate another one. <laughs> but we, we didn't know. I didn't know this at the time. That happened to keep. I'm thinking they're just regular brownies. Like two. Like two no one told you? Sheesh. Bro. And never smoked weed before. Oh, okay. <laughs> so check out. So peep game. Peep game. This is crazy, right? I don't think I ever told nobody this story on camera. So I go back into the room. And uh, Ronnie, you know G-Rock from organization. Yes. Crazy G-Rock. Yeah, yeah. So we're in the studio. G-Rock come in the session. He and I, you know how he animated, acting crazy. I'm starting to, 
I, I know I'm starting to feel like something wrong at this point. So I'm like, he jumping around like, man, I wish this dude sit his ass down. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm feeling kind of crazy. I'm like, I, I can't ask nobody to take me to the doctor. Y'all get to the doctor, this some bullshit. <laughs> so, <laughs> bro, they all, everybody left the studio. I woke up about 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning. Everybody was gone. I'm like, something ain't right, but I can't figure out what it is. I still don't know. So, you know, when you drive to the end of the Antoine to the street, you can't make a left because of the train track and they got them things on the street right. on the north side. The old, right oh, yeah, right so You got to drive yeah. around the block by the car wash. Mm -hmm. right. So I drove around the block by the car wash. Bro, to this day, I don't know how long I sit at that light. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I think I was at the light for about 45 minutes. Ooh. So when I woke up, when I woke up, <laughs> when I woke up, I was like, I'm about to shake this off so I can make it to the crib. I live about 30 miles from there. Mm -hmm. So I said, all right. I went across, I made the left, went across 75, got on the freeway. After I passed Pacers Ferry, I don't remember nothing after that. What? <laughs> I get home. <laughs> I get home. Like, it's like 6, 7 o'clock in the morning. I get home, go to sleep, wake up by 3 o'clock. Then I'm, I'm feeling cool, so then get back to the studio that night. They're like, hey, man, <laughs> you ate some damn brownies. <laughs> <laughs> Three of them, man. Yeah, you. Yeah. But they were like before the edibles, before it had got popular. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, mm -hmm. this was like 07. Your heart was beating fast? 07, 08. I can't remember. <laughs> you lost time. <laughs> it ain't make you want to smoke. You got some good. I'm sure that was the best sleep you done had in a minute. No, I, I didn't do, just go do a whole lot of work. I'm going to go to sleep. This boy, this big gray street right there where you were a little bigger, too, huh? Nah. No. Uh, I was about, I was about 195, 200. Oh, you, oh, you got a lot, Three brownies. Three brownies. Three brownies is a lot. That's going to put you down. Nigga, tongue will fall out. Glad you're here. Glad you made it, nigga. He said, I passed Pilot Fair and I don't remember Right. What? That's a long time. That's a busy highway. I don't remember nothing else. You out there messing with them good 12 out there, too, Paces Ferry. No, past Paces Ferry, I was going to East Cobb to, like, oh, at the edge of Cherokee. Even worse. Cherokee Cobb and Fulton. They got SUVs out there, even worse. But they got you know, when the police got SUVs, they are racist. Yeah. Uh, and uh, they got a, a high boosted fade, like a white man with a fade. No, it's like at night. When you get when anybody get behind you at night in a dark-colored vehicle with a rack on top, you think it's the police? It's the police, man. <laughs> sure. Especially out here in the South, man. Y'all niggas be with them super police cars, bro, with the rims, with the, the actual police car with the light on the yeah, side. Still. How you let y'all niggas do that? Yeah, they they, they buy them at auction. But they don't take the light off the side? Uh, man, take that light off the side, bro. They scrape police They got challenges now. They don't need them lights. They got the challenges now. Yeah, I'm just, well, I'm just saying, charges. like, back no, in the day. No, they don't want them all that Yeah, back in the day, though, it was shit. Like, yeah, nigga was first driving, like, in college when I first went to South the Carolina. The new Atlanta thugs are very fuel efficient. They say to me, they, they dumping out of Priuses now. You nah, know they ain't fuel efficient. They ain't charging the Hellcats. Yeah. Charging the Hellcats. It's some niggas with some I felt so old the other day. I'm at, uh, uh, what was that? Oh, Desi's comedy show a while back. And uh, niggas outside. He had a dude that came to rap, and I can't think of his name. But that song that's had pretty. Oh, what's the nigga name? Uh, Nardo. Yeah, 
He's like, oh, nah, I be running that hoe. <laughs> 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 He's like, oh, nah, I be running that hoe. Because, you know, them niggas be, you know, hitting donuts and scary and all of that shit. I just felt old. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, youth is wasted on the young man. They, these niggas are obsessed with. Like, yeah, nah, nigga got bread. He got a few cars. Fuck it, right? That shit's fun. Because when you get like us, you're not gonna do run it, it up. Yeah, you like, man, my insurance premium is gonna be high. Yeah, man. <laughs> now nah, you gotta have fun when you're young, man. Just like good, responsible, fun. Oh. All right. <laughs> I'll never understand some things. And some things right. ain't meant to be understood. Right. You know what I'm saying? God is good. That's how you got that's how you keep from having anxiety and worrying about shit is being like, hey, you know what? Some shit I ain't gonna understand. Some, Some shit. shit I cannot do. A lot of motherfuckers be like, you could do anything. Some hey. stuff you're gonna overstand. Overstand. Sometimes yeah. motherfuckers be like, you can do anything. You cannot. You cannot do anything. <laughs> Damn. But it's a whole bunch of shit you can do. You can just do something. something. You feel me? What about the people on your TikTok? They be trying to do everything. Who? Oh. <laughs> All your jokes. Talking about them half bodies. Man, Tyler. <laughs> Y'all gotta follow Tyler Chronicles on TikTok. There man. you go. Talk my there shit. There you go. Street. Yeah. Y'all gotta follow him on TikTok. Yeah, I'm about to get off there, man, because they be like, they be marking, you go my, back to the marking my videos, man. You gotta go back to the minister. Trap minister, man. yeah. Yeah, you gotta have a, a thing. You, you gotta, gotta go have a thing. Go back theme. to the minister, goddamn. Trap minister, goddamn. <laughs> turn, your, yeah, turn, yeah. turn your turn your Bible to goddamn. <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> Cap- you never seen that? Captains. Yeah. Seen, yeah. <laughs> they had put it on a boss. Was it boss? Was it. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, one of them reposted it. I don't know. What's up, Remo? It's six o'clock. Hey. Volume one. Uh oh. Hey. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> if I practice in the car, was a person. CeeLo Green. Fuck you, mean. This is a morning culture show. CeeLo Green. Secret Genius. Remo Rock. Tyler Chronicles. Ronnie Jordan. Let's get it. We here, man. We, we, we introduced by the people who knew the person the longest. I started going up to the radio station very early. Uh, Ryan Cameron and I, I, I met him along the way. I met this legend along the way. Then you know how you know somebody and then you find out more about their legend in, in real time. So I'm like, how the fuck? Like, I'm looking at an outcast doc and they just like, man, we had to run it by street and Everything. see. What, I'm like, outcast had to see what he run thought. Run it about. by street. Run it better. by street to see mm-hmm. what he thought. And then we, we that's one world. He's he's a fish not on the sneaker world. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the designers and all these other people, they have to give their sneakers, they prep they new shit to him. Mm-hmm. And Some then, a few, just a, a few. few. Yeah, you know, he done broke records like what do you mean? one of my favorite hood <laughs> records is uh <laughs> Take That Shit to Trial Trial Time. Hey, let's go. It was on his album, man. Mm-hmm. He broke it in Atlanta. One of the first motherfuckers to book Master P in Georgia. This is hey, one of the I first bet. motherfucking OGs that I met and he's a legend. <laughs> Give it up for Greg Street. We got Greg Street yes. on more of the culture. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. You. What you got said? You. Mm-hmm. Goddamn Greg Street. We here. Yes, we sir. Here, man. So how do you? Uh, how does Outkast say, "Yo, Street, listen to this shit"? Like, how did you meet I, them? What's I actually met Outkast before I ever moved to Atlanta. Mm. Like oh, wow. I was in Dallas. Yeah. On the radio, like me and Pimp C and other people, like we like, man, these boys gonna be big. So like, I started. I reached out to, uh, you know, it was, before, it was no internet. So it was like, me and Rico, I finally got, got in touch with Rico. We started talking and just chopping it up, just talking about different stuff. But, um, like, I had Outkast so big in Dallas before they was even rocking Outkast in Atlanta. Wow. First single, Hold first, on. So I've wow. been in Dallas before. Before, before Atlanta. Atlanta. Wow. Message. That's, that's exclusive. Hold on. I ain't that's never, heard, that's never heard that shit. I've never, never heard that. But you got to yeah. think, Atlanta Atlanta was on all the booty shake music. Was when Kilo, right. Kilo, 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 Kilo. So it's like, 
they wasn't even really ready. For, they wasn't. They, I mean, they. I'm not gonna say they weren't ready for it, but they. It wasn't like. You gotta remember, players ball is a Christmas song that came out on a LaFace Christmas, Christmas compilation. Christmas it was like the last song on the compilation, so people never really, really paid attention to it. Yeah. And, but when we we heard it in Texas, you know, when you listen to Scarface and UGK and all that stuff, you can kind of relate to what Outkast was because they was like the next level of what they was doing. Right. So, you know, bringing them to Dallas to the Bomb Factory and all that stuff. Man. Man. Wow. Shit. I ain't gonna jump ahead, then we gonna go back. I got beef with Street, cuz. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Everybody. You know I got beef. You got to make sure it's well done. Because let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Street ahead. was here rocking hard as shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Young man. Greg Street, 6 o'clock. You know you got to turn that shit on. Mm-hmm. Then he went back to Dallas. He did. Mm-hmm. You had and I, I was mad. I'm like, it's off. like, you, you know, when you lose your stepdaddy. <laughs> <laughs> you had, you had, had Atlanta fucked up, didn't you? Like, come on, do? man. Nigga, like, what the had fuck Atlanta fucked up. I was here on the weekend. I came on oh, Saturday. man, come on. Ain't nobody on the radio on Saturday, man. Niggas was hitting play and record. Fuck you, man. I'm going to tell you a crazy story. I'm going to tell you a crazy story about that. Talk about Derek Dow, everybody think T.I. Uncle, but really Derek is T.I. Uncle, was T.I. Uncle's best friend. Derek and Quint, Derek and Quint, and yeah, Derek and Quint was cool. And um, one night we was at, we was at um, Crucial. And Derek had told me previously this little story before that, before this night. He was like, bro, let me tell you something that you probably never heard nobody tell you. He said, bro, people in prison have done their whole bid with you. He said, bro, when you left Atlanta, <laughs> he said, when you left Atlanta and went back to Dallas, boy, he said, bro, they were mad as hell. He said, because in prison, like, you know, in prison, all during the day, some, you might let somebody use your radio. Mm-hmm. Like, when it comes five, six o'clock, six o'clock, hey, yeah. hey, man, hey, bro, hey, man, hey, 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 tell the war, hey, man, tell uh, Johnson, give me my walk, man. This nigga, Petey Green. So, so one night, <laughs> so, so no, so no lie, check this out. So one night, we was in the club. One night, we in the club, Tyler. Yeah. And this dude came through the look like we'd be in the back in the kitchen. Like when you walk through the kitchen to the office to the coolers. Boom. So it's a, a freezer in the hallway. So I'd be sitting Talk up. Talk to the, the mic for us. I'd be sitting up on the sitting up on the freezer. Mm-hmm. So dude comes through the door. Derek look at the dude, he look at me. And it's like months, 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 months after he had told me the story. So he looked at dude and look at me. I'm like, what's wrong with this nigga? <laughs> so he said, he looked at the dude, he said, Hey, you know who that is? I'm like, he was like, no. He was like, that's Greg Street. Like, what? <laughs> he was like, bro, I just Man, did 20 real. years with you, Shotty. Like, wow. <laughs> you brought me up. Like, bro, you brought me up. He said, see, I told you. Wow. He was like, bro. Ooh, man, you was probably Swanky. putting numbers on niggas' sentences. Then when you left, though, this motherfucker probably stabbing niggas, Boy, getting at three yeah. extras, like, fucking with you. Especially that, that first, that first, when that first six o'clock hit. First six o'clock oh, with that, that new nigga? Was, right. <laughs> new niggas getting niggas who stabbed. Who somebody got fucked up. Toss Wade. Toss Wade. Oh, Toss Wade. 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 He got no choice. He got no NFL play little league football. Talk about that, man. You, you got some. Y'all got some athletes that you've been had since they was little boys. They Hall of Famers now. Oh yeah, Ant Man. Come on, one man. One of the newer ones. Ant Man going crazy. He one of my favorite players in the league right now, Bro. man. And he talked that real Atlanta shit. Yeah, he going. I'm, I'm gonna show you. I got a video on my phone. We was doing a Chris Brown concert. Ant Man came up. It got some tickets. Mm. Only coming to the show. How old was it? He, he was probably in the tenth grade by then. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, but he played, but he played. We see a lot of people don't know. Ant Man played football. 
He looked like it though. He, he looked like a football. He, he was a superstar football player. Yeah. And then they took him from they took him from from Camerton Road to Holy to Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he he, he just started, started playing basketball. He's about in nineteen. They did the right thing, bro, because that football yeah. shit tough. CTE is not what you I'm, 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 I'm about to stir the pot dead, real man. quick. Yeah, right, who, man, Mo who has you got to stir the pot, jeans? The <laughs> these, these these are very <laughs> club jeans in the pot when it was you being feel stirred. Me? That's why they fucked up. Like like that's them. That's your ass, Mister Postman. You feel me? Dog, beat me, my ass, son. Stinking that dog. All right, stir the pot. All right, so stir the pot. Who has the best? Atlanta spirit, north side, west side, east side, or south side. Oh, boy, you trying to throw me in? Come Damn, on, bro. You all stirring the pot. Trying to throw him yeah, in Yeah, he be at every side. Who has the best <laughs> He got a club spirit. at every side. Niggas had their arrows, though. Oh, how about that? That's a better question. Oh, no, nah, hell no. Nah. We're taking them to the streets. <laughs> Who has the best? Sorry. <laughs> See, this, this is what you got to understand about Atlanta. Talk. Atlanta's one of those cities to where everything can be turned up at the same time. Right. You know, like you go to some cities, if some popping on the west side, everybody on the it's west so side. Wit, yeah. If you right. go to the south side, everybody on the south side. Atlanta's one of those cities where it could be going down on Keller Road or Memorial Drive, and it could be going down on, on Bankhead, or it could be going down in Marietta, it could be going down in Gwinnett, it could be doing, going down in College Park. <laughs> it could be going it could be doing, going down in College Park. And then you gotta think Clayco got size now. Hold on, it's Clayco size. Clayco got size now. And so it's North Clayco, you got, you, South Clayco. You got, you got the old National Clayco. Yep. Then you got the um, Clayton the County South for everybody that ain't in Atlanta. Then you got the, the, the other side of Clayco, like Morrow Clayco, Jonesboro, Country Clayco. That's how I'm from. That's how I'm from. Forest Park and all that. That's where your realtor always be trying to get you a house. And hey, ma'am, I'm not fucking going tomorrow. And then you got stop sending that email to me that say Morrow on it. Then Riverdale, Jonesboro. That's what. And Riverdale, Jonesboro, and all that. Hampton and all that. It's like it's like Clayco. Shout out to wow. Lovejoy High School, man. Thomas Road. No. Hey, let me tell you something. He media trained because he got all that. Well, who the best shit it's out kinda, of there? It's kind of crazy. You know, you can't count the deck out. You better not. Come on, man. Deck, east side, niggas. But then the deck, like, but then the deck, you got Keller Road. Then Keller Road is the suburb. Well, Columbia Drive is the suburb to Keller Road. Keller Road you right. And okay. then, and then Redan and all that <laughs> is the suburb uh, to Columbia uh, Drive. Drive. Then you got. South Deshaun and Rockbridge and all that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all like y'all like LA, nigga. You could be two backyards over, niggas be like, where you from? Like, hold on, nigga. Like, two streets over. Nigga, that ain't over here. I ain't San Bernardino. <laughs> yeah, nigga, we over here. Every two blocks is somebody new. You better stop walking. Same thing with Bankhead. Bankhead got you know what Hollywood Court say it must be three sides. <laughs> three? Bankhead go all the way to West Georgia while you playing. Like, all, you, the way you go, all the way to West Georgia. All the way. All the way through Camden and Douglas. Yeah. Yeah. All the way to school. Until my past Blue yeah. Flame, I ain't never been past that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's how we used to get to school. I went to West Bank Georgia. Bankhead go to Alabama. No shit. Yeah. All, all the way. way. We, we used to take it to Alabama. Bankhead go all the way to Alabama. That's the smoker road. If you smoke and ride for to go to Birmingham, you ride that back way, then jump on 20 way down. Damn, every road that's been here since the 1800s, I think, go to Alabama. Every road is great. <laughs> hey, you gotta get your ass up and down here, boy. Hell How did no. you get your name? It's an interesting story. Um, Good question. When I, I'm from, I'm from. Had Hold on, before you answer, I'm just playing. <laughs> had to fuck up your good question. It's, 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 a, it's a kind of, it's a crazy question. I'm from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Okay, okay. Hattiesburg in the building. Hattiesburg. Goddamn casino area, right? 
that's, that's 60 miles away. Like oh, coast, damn, never mind. Luxie, that's where, big, that's where church hats come from. Hattiesburg. There, <laughs> church Hattiesburg. <laughs> hey, Stupid, bro. <laughs> and when I moved, I moved, I worked in Hattiesburg and I worked in Mobile. When I moved from Mobile to Dallas, to Houston, my name was Gregory KP. And they had a dude at the station that mixed. His name was RP. So an old white guy by the name of Monty Lang, he was the former general manager of the station, but he had retired and became like the consultant. But he was responsible for a lot of legendary radio stations like WJMB in Detroit, Magic 102 in Houston, mm -hmm. uh, the Magic Station in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. okay. All those were his stations. So WKRP like, in Cincinnati? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one too. They weren't they they jamming. <laughs> they was not jamming. They was not jamming. Jim Cracker was not jamming. They weren't jamming at all. <laughs> but That's funny as hell. He actually came up with the name, kind of, sort of. But he wanted to call me MC Street. Because back mm. then, a lot of radio stations was naming their DJs after rappers. Okay. And I was like, I ain't no, you know, you had like MC Jammer and Al Be Bad. Mm. And I was like, you know, that's like rapper, so I just use my name, Greg, and put that with the streets. So that's hard. Better tell that white man now. Yeah, man. Trying to name me. My you name is Kunta. Uh, <laughs> there ain't no goddamn Toby. I'm, I'm good friends with B Rock from B, uh, B Rock and the Biz, my baby daddy. Oh, oh, yeah. Mobile. yeah, he said y'all went to high school together, man. Oh, middle, nah. I was in school together. So I, I probably went to his school when he was in school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said. Yeah. Oh, you just went up there. You was yeah, just see, up. my mama from Mobile. I'm not. I'm not. From, he from Mobile. Oh yeah. He said he remember seeing you in school, like yeah, around. Yeah, there. Well, coming to the school. He was in school. But I, I'm not from Mobile. My mother's from Mobile. Okay. And my daddy's from Loosedale, which is like 30 minutes away. So we all, all my cousins and aunties and everybody was in Mobile. So I used to come there all the time. So when I got a job there on the radio, you know, BLX and Mobile is one of the biggest stations on the coast. That's what's it was up. like, well, he done made it. A lot of people yeah. got radio roots, man. A lot of people entertainment got radio roots. What's your first pair of sneakers that you just had to have, like? And then you kept on ice. Like, you had to get another pair. And them Converse, um, when they came out with the Dr. J's, man. When Dr. Comedy. J's come out, and they didn't even sell them in the stores. You had to go to the sporting goods stores to get them. Oh, like, damn. When you, when oh, you bought awesome. your baseball uniform. With the, just the star on the side. Yeah. yeah. Plain the white White leather. with the blue. In the basketball you had, you had section. To go, you had to go to, now, it was in the shoe section, yeah. but you had to go oh. to, like, a sporting goods store. I thought you had to get him like buy the basketballs. Yeah. <laughs> balls. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be back there by the balls. They're back by basketballs, man. man. Yeah, after yeah, that, yeah. That's not the nigga shit. Yeah, in the back, man. Go ahead. After that, it was like the Jordan threes was, the, mm. was like one of the first big ones. People in the, in, the, in the original days really didn't rock the Jordan ones, nor the two. The, the Jordans didn't blow up until the threes came out. Man, remember Easy? Remember Easy had them on on that cover. I remember the DOC had them on that uh, form that video. I was like. No, but, he, but he's, he had them on before he had, DOC. He had the white ones? He had the on the radio cover. Yeah, the blue with the blue sweatsuit. He had, no, he had the white sweatsuit on. <laughs> oh, sweatsuit. Oh, he's talking to new face. Memory, y'all. I'm off. I still got my Niggas having the shoe on. <laughs> no, I was, shoe memory yeah, I was like, I was like five. <laughs> I was like five. <laughs> I think I remember shit. I don't know. I was eating. I was eating. <laughs> <laughs> I was fire, man. Shit. That's all I was doing. I was eating steak and shit. Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was eating steak and shit. <laughs> so what was you say? What would you say was the, hmm, maybe this will stir the pot too. Uh -oh. I got stir the pot can uh, cargoes. So look, what do you think would be the mm, best, yeah, let's go with that, best era in Atlanta music? Ooh. The best era for Atlanta? Atlanta music, yeah. Uh, oh, you found, hold on, you found the Easy E Jones? Yeah, we're trying to just find the picture, though. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. The best era for Atlanta music, 
I mean, it really just depends on what era you grew up in. Because Atlanta mm. has so many eras. Boy. Black boy, true. white boy swag. Black that was your, <laughs> that was your <laughs> best your favorite era, bro. Hey, this is how I came. <laughs> yeah, Andro. Ooh. She was probably still in the Feet of Fresh crew when that came out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. Atlanta has gone through at least five lives. Atlanta been had the, the music game crazy for a long time. Like, you got to think, even before it became mainstream, like, I, I never came to Atlanta until I moved here. But when you, but I know the history of the music, like D-Rock and Success and Effect, because I was working in a record store when I was a kid, so I used to buy all the records. Um, when, J, when JD had Silk Time Leather, yeah. and then he had D-Rock, and then you had, and then Kilo came out. When I left Mobile in 1990 and went to Houston, a guy named Jamie Jimmy came to uh, to the radio station. He actually worked for Ichiban. Ichiban had Kilo, so Kilo was big down there after I left. But he didn't come out like that after I left. But that that was a whole era. Raheem the Dream, Kilo. So this is a personal question. For my question is personal. MC like, Shadi. What does Greg Streets think? What does Greg Street think is the best era for Atlanta music? Personal opinion. I would I probably run through the whole like little face little face era. You know what I'm saying? If you're looking at the the magnitude of how big it was. Yeah, quality of music. Because I don't know if you saw the podcast I did with L.A. Reid. He told me the whole stories of how he had an artist named Damian Dane. And um, he went to New York or L.A. to a showcase. And he thought Damian Dane was just the shit. And, and Clive, they sitting in an a, a audition on a showcase. And he was like, man, when you going to push the button on Damian Dane? He's like, push the button? What does that mean, push the button? <laughs> so he said, um, you got to watch the podcast. He says, um... Watch this next act. And then the guy on stage said, ladies and gentlemen, Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston came and performed. L.A. Reid was like, and then, then uh, he said, Clive Davis said, is, is that Damien Dane? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Whitney Houston? Yeah. No, it's not, obviously, But then he said, L.A. said, he said, I got back on the plane. I flew home. The next week after I flew home, um, who did he say first? Somebody came to him with TLC. Wow. T-Boz and Left Eye was in the group at first, and they, they put Chili in the group. I think right. somebody uh, somebody with, that was down with Pebbles mm-hmm. knew Chili. They put her in the group. Then he said a week after that, somebody came to him with a 14-year-old boy named Usher. Oh, man. Wow. Then he said a week after that. Stop playing. I'm, I, go watch the video. We can watch it. Then he said a three-week week span. Then, oh, yeah. Then he said the week after that, Rico, Witt, Rico Wade came in with these boys named Outkast. Yeah. Three Friday. weeks in a row. Then he said the week after Dang, that. That month changed. Three right. legends in a row. Then he said the week after that. And Don't I might press. be getting the order a little mixed up. But he, no, then he said, good. But then he yeah. said the week after that, <laughs> the, week, the week after that, a guy come to them with a group called the Braxtons. So he said they in the auditions, right? They in the auditions, wow. the Braxtons auditioning. So after they get to auditioning, Tony was on the piano, just playing the piano, freestyling, and just, you know what I'm saying, just improvising. Star. Right, Baby showing Face, off. He was Baby, shining. He said, yeah. Babyface looked at him. They looked at each other like, <laughs> That'll do it. That's her. And then he's like, in less yeah. than a five or six week period, I had the whole roster. Wow. She oh, said, Tony, go fire your sister. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him you are not one of them. Back about 15 years. <laughs> we're going to pull back up on them. <laughs> Tell them you are you not one of them. But then you can't erase, you can't erase the, 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 uh, the era of Atlanta when 
Jermaine and Dallas was doing their thing before L.A. Yeah. Reid and me even moved here. That's why I had the third pot. Come on, mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Chris Cross me. That was yeah. the hell of an era, too. Chris Cross was huge. The Chris Cross was huge in L.A. That was my age group. I was, was like, Chris Cross was huge in L.A. When they went on the Living Color, the whole school came to school oh, backwards, and they were sending niggas to the office. Get your ass crazy. out of my this mom school. Get your ass. If you didn't see that episode of In Living Color, that whole school year was trash. Trash. It was a waste of school year. It was like COVID. <laughs> it was like COVID. The pants on back was like COVID. You know, you know who, who killed him that day? Uh, DJ Aunt Brother Dwight, he was my quarterback. We was in the same class. He had the real jersey they had on. We were like, Ooh, we killed him today. With the Bruce Smiths and everything. Yeah. I'm going to tell, tell, tell you how big Chris Cross was. I didn't know this until I moved to Atlanta because I had already met him. They had the intros for my show, and I met Jermaine, met the group. But when I moved to Atlanta, I knew Jermaine. I had already knew Jermaine because I met him when I was in Texas. So we used to, me and my homeboys used to go to his house sometimes. So they had the, he had these books. And people forgot Jermaine, I mean, Chris Cross tour with Michael Jackson. That's what yes. I mean. But even bigger than that, before all this Dubai shit came bigger about. Right, <laughs> the king of pop. So also Jesus had. <laughs> right, he's the first miggity miggity. Did you ever, did you ever watch that, that news story about the dude from, from that country called Brunei? Yeah, when they were talking about people who come see the prince of Brunei, yeah, he's the richest person, richest yeah. in the world. At he this used time. to concerts. Chris Cross performed. What? Chris Cross performed at the two camels. At the little, they had a son, not the one who had the jet that flew the girls to the from the pageant to the to Atlanta for the Olympics. That that's the same guy. That's the same oh, daddy. Oh, oh, people, the, people in the comments right. about to Google all this shit. The son, the man, the man from Brunei, he had I think he had a daughter and two sons. So Chris Cross performed at the boy's 16th birthday. Mm-hmm. Bro, if you see these pictures, they say like the little boy had like 275 cars. Like he had a parking dick. He had a whole parking yeah, dick. They said, no, they said, what no car, what no car in the parking dick, like under a Ferrari or a Lamborghini or something like that. He would go into the parking dick and tell the man, like, hey man. Bring down number thirty five, number one sixteen, yeah. and number two thirty four, and they be coming out the garage. <laughs> I know the man was pissed, the boy. <laughs> like I need more men. They gotta get four cars at a time. Fuck you, little yeah. boy. Oh, you pulled all these cars. But that's how more that's than one how, nigga. That's how that's how big crisscross was. Crisscross, wow. the, the little boy sixteen birthday. They had crisscross and Earth Wind and Fire perform. On the back, on the back. Crisscross, hold on. And Earth Wind and Fire. <laughs> one of them was for the daddy. jump, jump. And then, and reasons for the mom. <laughs> the reasons why you jump, jump. Who went first? Oh, <laughs> Who was the headliner? Crisscross headline. Who was the headliner? <laughs> he was like, "All right, Dad, get your get, your, get your band out of here, Daddy. Get your band out of here. Thank you, Verdine. Oh, thank you so much, Verdine. Thank you." Oh my God! Oh, wow. Man. Yeah. So that, that was true. a hell of an era too. Oh, yeah. That was a crazy era. Then yeah. Dallas had illegal. He had did the Monica project. He did the Boys of Men project. That's the boys had their head shaved. They used to wear the shades yeah. and stuff. Uh, um, well, your boy, your boy son, your boy brother. Oh, you talking about illegal? illegal yeah, shit. yeah, Jamal and uh. That's Rap City, bro. So you think they had more of an effect than the trap music era of Atlanta? Then that's another whole era, you know, with Ti like and Jeezy and too, Gucci, Gucci Man and all yeah. that. So it's like it's hard to like just kind of evaluate it because it all just means so much to the Atlanta culture. Has so many of crazy Atlanta. eras that really changed the world. Yeah. Like all them joints you just named, the trap era, shit, uh, the lean era. Uh, well, the lean era was Texas. Yeah, yeah true. I get him that. I get him that. Yeah, lean, uh, yeah. Snap, 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 sn
How I mean, was it when it was the Shawty Low versus T.I. Wars? Where, mm. Like when they was trying to come to radio, you know, they was making them DVDs. Mm-hmm. And how do you avoid like getting in the mess of the shit? Because they always. Shawty Low was my boy, right? T.I. was my boy. So that, that was during the time when I was flying back and forth from Dallas to Atlanta. Right. So Shawty Low came to V103 one Saturday. And he had the They Know song with just one verse on it. And when I listened to it, I was like, boy, this shit crazy. I cleaned it up and played it on the radio that day. He didn't even bring it to the radio for me to play. He brought it to the radio station for <laughs> me to listen to it because he wanted T.I. on the second verse. No oh, shit. Man. So he knew, stop he knew me and Derek. And you know, Charlotte Lowe and Derek from Club Crucial real tight, too. So he knew that me and, T- me and Derek was the two people that could make it happen if it was going to happen. And that's what really crunk up the whole whoop-de-woo. Because he, he, he didn't want to do it. But he when I heard it, when I, yeah, oh, it was, because it came out without him getting the He never did. He, 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 never did do, he never did do the verse. Mm-hmm. You he, had to run he, that bitch back. Then. Well, it was already out by then, though. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Oh, you just played it, though. I played it with the well, one Well, it was out, Great Street. So you the nigga. If you played it. <laughs> you the one that started the It was out. But it wasn't out. His whole thing was he wanted T.I. on that second verse. No, I understand. So but if you. you that <laughs> no, that's what crunk it up. Right? That's how it works in Atlanta. Yeah, that's I know I ain't from here. But like if Greg Street play a song, that shit out, ain't it? Oh, oh yeah, out. they just record that shit. Niggas, it's up in the stuff. That motherfucker was always gone. gone. Nigga had that bitch on campus and road. I wish I, I, wish I still had the tape of it. They had it that motherfucker at Flea Market USA. Out one verse, out. That night, nigga, they had that bitch at all the flea markets. Like, nigga, this shot. Oh, yeah, they do do that. I mean, when I put, I put uh, Andre 3000 on the remix to Jay-Z's um, 30-something, and it was supposed to be for my album. And DJ Drummond fucked around and got it and put it on all the mixtapes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, he put it down out here? Or we just it was on, on the mixtapes? Mix 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 I don't know why I'm thinking envy. You said drama. Jesus Christ. All right. God. like, bro, you didn't kill my remix. <laughs> you <laughs> killed it. Oh, hey, what's, what's, what's DJ etiquette? Like, you know, if you. Hold on. We, was you fi- I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. Ahead, was no, you finished the T.I. Shawty Low situation? I mean, that was pretty much it. That was the beginning of it. You know what I'm saying? It was. That was the beginning of the beef? Yeah, he started it. Of whatever the beef was. It really wasn't a. It really never was a beef, beef. Copy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, y'all think it, like he want to be seen. It really like, wasn't the founder. Like you know, my tip came out with the whole you barking at the moon. And I'm like, Charlotte, you don't blew up now, man. You might well leave that alone. Yeah. Like, we was in D.C. Me, Swamp Izzo, Charlotte Lowe, Johnny Cabell. We was in D.C. Johnny. doing birthday bash for PGC, and we was all in the truck together. I like, man, you need to let that go. Right. I mean, you you got three Go big on. records. You had Dun Dun, They Know, and there was another one. That was going crazy. Uh, you know, Happy Taffy. He was sitting down for it. Yeah, he was sitting down for a bit. He really couldn't. Was it right before he had to go back? That was a minute after that when he went back. How you felt when you first heard that first? Bam, 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 bam. Who? That's what I'm telling you. He brought, da, da, da. I'm saying, he brought it to you, the station. He played so I went and found the producer to see if he had anything else that was jamming like that. Yeah. Damn. He about to sign him. <laughs> he didn't, I just wanted some beats. I didn't yeah. want to sign him. I just wanted some beats. Like, he didn't have nothing else like that. Who was the producer? I remember? can't even remember. God, <laughs> we got to find who produced It was a guy that Barney Mac knew. It was a guy that Barney Mac knew from, from D4L, the, the, the DJ and the producer from D4L knew him. Man, so how did you pick this song? That, that, that Trial Time was one of the hardest songs ever. You And I remember you playing it on the radio like over, and I was like, this shit is silly, but it is jamming like a motherfucker. Actually, what happened when I was in Mobile working at BLX, Mr. Big used to come perform at the showcases at the clubs. So I, I already had knew of him, and a lot of people don't know this story. The song was already out. The song had came out. He had put an album out, but I knew the record hadn't reached the masses. So when I put my album out, I called uh, Neil Levine, because that's the label who had put it out. And I was like, I want to put this record on my album. 
And he was like, well, if you can get him to sign the first right of refusal to give me another album, whatever, whatever, and I'll do it. And we, we worked it all out, and, and, put, and I got a chance to put it on the album. This is how I knew that song was big, because Mike Epps was running the uptown, as he does on a guest spot sometimes. He running the dope, grab the mic. He said, my cousin's going to tell me, get his the ice cube. He said, I ain't about to get his the ice cube. He said, I put it in. Take that shit to trial, bitch. Yeah. Take that shit. <laughs> Everybody dying laughing, because you had already fired the song up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they dying that, That's laughing. one of Cam new favorite songs. Cam Newton always talk about that song. is so hard, bro. He just cussing the police out for like yeah. an hour or something. <laughs> <laughs> he was always crazy. He was, I mean, he was from the streets. Yeah. He from Mayville. Rest in peace. God May, bless, yeah, he passed away. Mm. What song do you think you played at 6 o'clock that had probably the biggest resonating effect on Atlanta? There's a lot of them. My Boo was one of them. Really? Yeah. Who is yeah. the vocalist on that? She don't get her, her credit. Virgo. Virgo, Shout out to Virgo. Man. We actually Virgo, we actually think about remaking that song. Please uh, do. My boo. Um, Tell my Virgo from Penn. Uh, Young Jock is going down. Oh boy. Pastor yeah. Troy no more playing GA. Oh boy. Oh yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, I actually no, went in the crazy. studio with Gene and told Gene when he first when they first let me hear the song like bro y'all gotta take them gunshots out. He had gunshots <laughs> out. <laughs> he never heard Dirty Bird. Nah. Come on. I was raised in church. Gunshots. So loud on the record, they it, it hits the compressor and makes the song go down. If you ever heard oh, the real man. song, like bro, we gotta fix this. <laughs> I took them in the studio, like nah, bro, you gotta do this like this. That ain't gonna yeah. work. No, nah, but that's a real thirty-eight. Bro. That's real. Like, we really shot no by the mic, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> they no thirty-eight clapping like that. Nah, who was you at? Was, did you were you around when Master P like when it heard it was the whole debacle with Master P came and all this other shit? I think there was another. That was his birthday bash though, wasn't it? No, nah, they was in Nashville. Ah. It was, it was at a, we was doing, what was the convention used to be in Nashville? We was in the convention, and P came in the club, because <laughs> he knew Pastor Troy was there. Him and C Murder came in the club, and Troy went down the fire escape. <laughs> <laughs> Smart, live, get Smart. out of there. Get, get out, out of there. there. Yeah, that nigga had the belt in the helmet. Right. God damn, these, these <laughs> niggas. This nigga's name is C Murder. <laughs> right, these niggas are soldiers. <laughs> without limits. With no limits. <laughs> <laughs> My little partner can do anything. We already told him, hey man, we can we can uh, rock, rock the baby to sleep, go to the club, be up in the morning for the rally, knock your girl off. <laughs> for the rally. <laughs> go to the studio, no, for the march. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking go about. To the the studio, is go to the studio, make sure you knock your girl off all in the same time. Everybody can't do all that. <laughs> You gotta put that in the comedy routine. <laughs> Look, you a real comedian now, niggas telling you a joke. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yes, oh, sir. Oh, but oh, little brother, do anything. Yes, sir. Yeah. yeah. So, He's gone. He went out. He, he went out. Took it off speaker. Oh. And they on stage. Chill. Chill. Clifford. Chill. 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 I got some crazy chill stories. Nigga, I'm sure. I got some crazy chill stories. Yeah, y'all can't hear me, 
Nah, no, no, no. he dropped out, nigga. Yeah, man. Got, yeah, man. I'm just enjoying myself, man. You know, it's a real freedom. See, I realize now what the problem been all this time. Why people kept on getting the wrong impression and, and misunderstanding my words. Because the music was in the way, see. <laughs> <laughs> Also figured out, hey man, these comedians out here getting five hundred to a million a show. They ain't got no DJ. They ain't got no. They got no crew on stage. They just go sit out the arena, get the bag, and then get back on the private jet. No DJ, no grips. Man, I need to go. I need to come with you Telling all these crazy stories. Give, give them one of your, uh, your best or crazy Greg Street stories. Oh, shit, that goddamn bounce story. That bounce story when we brought Puff down, he got scared. What? <laughs> I mean, I ain't saying like, bitch, up scared. He was just looking like, nigga, are we really going to be here? Right. <laughs> like, bounce will make you feel like that. Hell yeah. Yeah, nigga, come on. That's hilarious. All the way down. But we had everybody on yeah, back here. Yeah, we walk, we walk, we walk up right through the middle of the crowd and everything, right on stage. Yeah, and I wasn't nobody. I was just, I hadn't even put a song out. I don't think I might have had never scared that. Timmy's been in the club every Saturday night. Street, get it, put me on stage, man. Let me go and rip this shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's exactly how I'm going to the comedy club. Right <laughs> 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 hey, where you going tonight? Man, the little the shit, uh, Shouty got out there on Buffington on the south side. What's her name? Kelly Kelly Kells. Kelly Kells. Kelly Kells. Yeah, shit, Kelly Kells got out there. That's where I'm going. Yes, sir. You got a Thursday night for you. Shit, where is that? On the east side. I was thinking, man, I was thinking I was going to get the fuck on up out of here on Thursday here back out to LA, man. You know what I'm saying? They still, I still got a few rooms to get there light on fire. They, 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 be, they be there every Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Nigga ain't coming to kill me. Nigga not pulling up. Nigga not pulling up over there, boy. They got that shit over there in the cater for you, buddy. I'm not going back either. They sound like Puffy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm not going back to the bounce. <laughs> nah, yeah, the spot to make you, make you never want to come back. Go out there, man. Fuck around a little bit, man, on the wet coat. For sure. Hell yeah, man. Hey man, appreciate you what you get you getting the light to the comedians, man. We appreciate you, bro. You getting niggas jobs and more shit. So we appreciate you, bro. Thanks. Hell yeah, you know what? Look, I came in here, man, you know, because I'm working on my last album, you know, hop around on stage, that shit ain't age appropriate no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Your knees hurt. Gotta slow it down. Give it to the money. What do they call you to what? The king? Yeah. So you, you, you need to bring back the kings of comedy. Ooh. That's who got the money. That's the, bro, how about boy, the king the and boy, comedy? Hey, the boy was getting a million dollars a show. <laughs> boy, All three or four of them. They was. They was. I'm going to tell y'all this crazy story. Check this out, Tip. The kings of comedy, they was in Jackson, Mississippi. 
Steve and his girl was going through some shit, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> me and Steve, me and Steve <laughs> go back to the Mobile, Alabama day when they used to drive around doing comedy for yeah, 25 hours. I'm the right. first person to get Steve Harvey $1,000. No shit. Oh, shit. Exclusive. Now, check. Hold, no, hold on. I'm finna tell you. Check, check it out. So they were in Jackson, Mississippi. Kings of Comedy sold out. Steve go to Walter Latham and say, hey, look, man, I got to go home, man. The last flight out of Jackson, like 7 o'clock. I ain't gonna be able to perform tonight. He said, listen. You gonna get your ass on that stage. <laughs> <laughs> and when you get off stage, I'm gonna have a private jet to take you wherever you wanna go. Come on, Ooh, man. That money, money. Yeah, they had to have another talk. But they were making a million dollars a show. Yeah, Everybody yeah. on the show. Not dividing a million. Right, right. Everybody was getting a million a night. Come on, that's what well, I'm saying. You the one that can bring it back. Bring it back, Tim. Bring it back down. Come on, Kane. Oh, you are a you listen. You ball ahead of the game. What you mean? You jumped. You jumped. You jumped. I got two fifty for you. Are you supposed to go there? Come to the spot. You ain't supposed to take that money, man. I had accepted one damn There you go, smart man, smart guy. Hey, you said these hoes they worth my per deal. That's what it is. I'm gonna cuss you out if I hear somebody gave you two fifty for a cut. Laugh Factory gonna make you that twenty five dollar check. Hey, hey, cool, hey, chill, hey, chill, hey, chill, you know, man, hey, we got the 250, this hot 250. That was the weak budget they tried to get to. That was everybody, but the host ain't getting up. That was for everybody. The host ain't getting up your money. This nigga did Wimbledon before. What the fuck? Shit in the circuit. Hey, we 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 gonna talk. I hit you up tomorrow. Hey, man, we we coming to see you. Where you going to be at? I'm not. I'm not going to make it. Check, 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 check the address. I might pull up on my way home. Yeah, that's so far away. Yeah, it's far. I'm a, we go, we're going to see what you're doing tomorrow, nigga. We're on Peter Street right now. It don't matter. We're going to fuck around. And, uh, we'll be two sides. We're going to go to Playroom tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to down show being project tomorrow, though. Text me, text me the address. Right here on Peter Street. It's right here. I can't do Alright. Alright, Tip. Yeah, damn street. We yes, had sir. the legends on the legends on the culture program. So what, what the tip, funny, hold, hold, hold on. You gave Steve oh, yeah. Harvey his first thousand dollars. He'll tell you that. To talk about We were in a meeting. We, I never heard him tell the story, so Steve uh Steve posted a video smoking acid cigars. Smoking who? Acid cigars. Acid? That's a brand. That's, that's a not brand. cigar. Oh, I was about to say, whoa. That nigga was on one. Yeah, the, the woo woo wasn't acid. he so funny. That's what left his box. That's like. You done seen, you done seen before the, the cigar box with the dude with the little motorcycle? Yeah, no. actually, I have. Yeah, so 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 Steve shit. posted a video talking about that was his favorite cigar, how much he liked it. Okay. So Jonathan Drew owns Drew Estate, which also owns um, Acid Cigars. So if you ever smoke like Legal Provider, the Uzi Cigars, the Kentucky Cure Fire, all those cigars are up on the Drew Estate. So, oh, nice. Steve, so Jonathan called my boy Stacy, who run, who helped him run the company, and uh, Stacy's a good friend of mine. So we're like, man, Steve posted the video. Go look at the video. Jonathan want to meet with him. So we flew and had a meeting, and we was in the meeting. We flew to Apollo. Everybody met in New York. We went to Apollo. Went in the trailer. Steve was like, hey man, listen, this is my guy. He's the first person that ever paid me a thousand dollars to do anything. So whatever he say, whatever he want to do. I know wow. it's, it's going to be real because awesome. he don't ever call me about nothing like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's do it. 
Man, call him, yeah, call him back right I got to give you your props because yeah. you was one of the first people hey, to ever wear my need shit. A, we, I'm sorry. We need to mix it. Call him back right quick. You got a good Kodak. You got a good Kodak, <laughs> Mom. This nigga, Greg Street, I used to be, I'd be wearing my merch. He'd be like, nigga, where my shirt at? I want a fat jump man. Fuck that. Like, he'd be like, come here. You, come here, nigga. I need, like, I need that shirt. He's like, fuck all that. Where that at, nigga? Yeah. He was like, put it in my mailbox. And then he sent me a picture. It's him and Travis Scott pre goddamn rodeo. Travis Scott don't got on so much silver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's chat. Travis Scott when he was on Grand Hustle. Down. He was on Grand yeah. Hustle. He's still on Grand Hustle. Yeah. Damn, no shit. Tim talking over to like the, the beginning of his rodeo. Now Tim get the chip. Yeah, Tim get the chip. That's why that nigga is doing comedy out here in these streets. Hey. L.A. Reed talked about L.A. Reed talked about that in the he talked about that in in the podcast. Like if Jason Jeter talked to him into signing Travis Scott. Shout to Jay Jeter. He didn't get it. He understand. He got his own follow, man. That trap can't get that little jeans. Well, hey, you how, was, how, how could he you probably project? still don't get it? He get the check stuff. <laughs> I get the check. I don't get the <laughs> shit. I don't get, I get the check. I need to be his denim <laughs> jeans. Do you think he can come back yeah, from this do. all this this concert debacle? Because yeah. it's like how can you like he didn't want them people to get hurt or get hey, man, Michael Jackson had people joint with Rihanna. It's over. On, bro. Yeah, they just trying. They trying to. Well, you know, the way the media put stuff out there, it'll put it out there so much that you will start believing in what they're telling you. You gotta think. You not people not paying attention to the real facts. First of all, when you're on stage and them lights in your face, you really can't see everything going on. So you gotta think. This man ain't want nobody to get killed at his show. Of course, why would he want that? But this is the crazy part that people not thinking about. Where was the show? It was in Houston. Houston. Where in Houston? Astro World. It was Astro World. Who was the promoter of the concert? Live Nation. So you know, between Astro World and Live Nation, they probably got more insurance than State Farm. Geico, the general, out. and everything combined. So it's yeah, like the they don't need their name on the, on that though. On, Bro, I can't do a college like, show without. That's why it's Travis Scott instead of Live Nation. My bad. A Live Nation concert yeah. had a issue. It was a Travis Scott right, concert issue. Had right. an issue. But but best believe. If the right lawyers are involved, they know what's going on. Oh, they they, oh, yeah. they, oh, they sign a waiver when they, you come to the concert. Isn't it like lawsuit. a release? Damn near like it's a it's a big ass sign. That, don't you re- buy the ticket? Don't you re- waiver? You know, not your life away. Yeah, don't say like it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. If I die in this comedy show tonight, Ronnie Jordan is not liable. It's like going on one of those sling shots. They sign this. You go shoot your ass down. But let me ask you this question: If you're doing a comedy show, right, and I'm in the show. And a beam fall out the ceiling and not hit me in the head and kill me and knock me out. Are you responsible for that? No. I, I, I'm still I probably was ripping though. Whoever was at Oak I probably I made the beam fall. I, w- I probably going in. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Travis Scott's biggest asset is he got a billionaire baby mama. Come on, man. So he probably gonna be all right. Real And they buying them shoes, bro. They buying the shit out of them guys. Yeah, when did you see the hype turn? Because like it used to be. I remember like motherfuckers start sleeping outside of Wish and stuff like that. But I remember like hunting East Bay's and goddamn, mm. you got to pull up at a Hibbert or goddamn foot action out of town or like you they drive. still got them. But I'm just saying like the the sneaker culture ain't even black people no more. It's white kids and Asian oh, kids. Oh yeah, and the white kids go to Hibbert's in them mm. small towns you talking about, and they got to deal with the manager. That's how they get all the shoes to be able to resell. Cause mm. them, in a lot of them cities, the shoes not gonna sell through. So if I'm if I'm managing the store. 60, 75 miles in Tennessee or Alabama, and I don't have a clientele to sell this product, and this one kid gonna come in here and buy everything, I'm gonna I sell give him a deal, to him, yeah. myself yeah, to him. But what about the chick, the lady, the president of Nike, her son was goddamn whamming everybody. Yeah, she knew about hey. that shit. <laughs> he was goddamn fucking them folks. Oh, right. like she, she taking she pictures knew. every day, just 47 Travis Scott. How he get Nike, but, but see, Nike, the way Nike's set up, it's, it's like, it's 
it's it's it's a jugs situation. Period. They don't own Period. no factories. They don't own none of the factories. All they fact, all these shoes is made. That's why you see so many variants of the shoes. Yeah. Because like a lot of them fakes don't be fakes. It just mm-hmm. be they didn't come. You know, people that work in the factory that's oh. making the shoes. You know what I'm saying? They don't own. That's why he could never stop bathing eight with the Air Force One. Because like Nico owned his own machines. Mm-hmm. He bought his own machines, so they can't say nothing to him. That's why I never bought them bread Elevens because all of them look like Jordan was naked. I don't give a fuck if you was in, <laughs> if you was in foot action or nothing. I was like, where are the pants? Like, what the, the fuck, shot. bro? Yeah, the booty crack. I'm like, in the, I'm in the mall. I'm like, they got fake. Remember? And then look, shortly after on that. On the Ronnie Jordan version, he had pants on. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> but then shortly after that, they did have that big bus and a lot of a lot of like foot actions and foot lockers and all that shit was having fake shit in their store. Like, they just got it over on them. Like you said, because they're not coming from the same place. Yeah, because oh, if you go overseas, they sell that shit in the mall. They sell Man, the fake shit in Japan. The mall. It was like, yeah, y'all want Jordan? They got <laughs> 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 I think in, in, in a lot of countries, there's no copyright laws. laws it's, no yeah. co- it's no copyright mm-hmm. laws. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, why the, that's why the factories are able to reproduce the shit. Have you ever bought any fakes? Yeah. Okay. I done bought a couple. I done got jugged a couple times. Damn. A dude tried to jug me one time for some M&M 4s, and I contested it, and they gave me my money back. And I never did. He, he was like, "Oh, you think you slick? Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. you think you slick? You crunk this bullshit up." Yeah. But I knew they was probably fake if they was fifteen hundred dollars. You selling for a thousand dollars, and the shoes selling for twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I just wanted to see. Yeah, because I know I'm, Unde- I know I'm protected. Yeah. Undefeated Eminem. You for, got my interest. Yeah, you got my interest. If you had a Greg Street shoe, which I'm pretty sure you got eight different variants of different shoes, what would be couple. your new shoe? What would be your new shoe? My new shoe. Um. I'm thinking about doing a Diodora this year, That's or, or I want to do a um, Adidas Hamburg, mm. or um, there's a few Jordans that would be cool that you could do something with. But they do so much with that; it's like it don't. You do some dope with a Jordan; it look like some you some fake you bought at the barbershop. <laughs> yeah, so, I hate that, bro. Hey, you know, them barbershop I, colorways be some Jordan colorways irritate me. Some of them be going crazy. Some cold. Some cold. But <laughs> but, that, but it just it just. <laughs> <laughs> they done got so they done got so crazy with it because the regular re, people that really don't know, understand how the sneaker game work, mm-hmm. they buy a lot of stuff just to be buying it, and they don't understand like the shoes that's really gonna be worth the money. You gotta have the eye first. You gotta know the inspiration behind the shoe, and then, then the ones that really go crazy is the ones that are like friends and family, or like limited releases, like an undefeated four. Yeah. They only made you know thirty forty pair, or Eminem four, where they only made twenty five pair. Or you know a shoe like that, like the Calit, the Calit, uh, we the best threes. Yeah, the red ones is the first ones though. But it got I up got to thousands. I was out. I was like, you know what? <laughs> but those <laughs> shoes. No blues, though, but those shoes, when you catch them, they normally be free, like the PlayStation Air Force Ones, mm. those type of shoes. They normally, if you know somebody, they don't really be. They never really be for sale. They'll get for sale like if somebody know they got them, and they'll be like, okay, you mess around and let a, a reseller get three or four pair, and then that's when. All the bullshit crank up, but normally, like I ain't pay for my Eminem fours, my real ones. I ain't pay a lot of the real shoes, like my first Kanye's. I ain't pay for them. Like a lot of that stuff that that that's really, Kanye gave them to you, probably. You got October. <laughs> Kanye had it to you. I, I didn't get the October. You think he had left? They released the Octobers on a Saturday. My they just put it on it on Twitter. It wasn't even Instagram. Mm-hmm. They put a they put a tweet out that them red. Uh, uh, they didn't even say they was Yeezys. I forgot what they said they was. They put them on Twitter. They put the tweet out. And they sold out in a few minutes. That's my favorite. So most of the people that's got them, yeah, they had them. But I like I like the tan was better than the red October's. 
I like the first Jeezy. I like the that was crazy. it. The Red October. Well, the Red October is a two, right? Yeah, they're a two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a two. The, two. Fir- the first was like the tan with, with the big. They was bigger. The they was like a old goddamn Charles Barkley or some shit. It looked like kind of like a little greenish. I like when he. I like his Louis Vuitton sneakers. Like he he don't miss with shoes a lot of times. Like them Louis mm-hmm. was hard. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> you done missed a few times as far as I was. I, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't wear the New Year's. I don't wear the snakeskin looking shits. I don't wear the, the, the amphibian looking shit, though. And they got the metaverse know. shoes he's trying to put out. <laughs> the metaverse shoes. Bitcoin 11. Bitcoin 11. Going crazy. No, going too crazy. How you remember finding trans niggas? He told, <laughs> he told us you played this stuff first, man. He had a record that I remixed that do not do, does anybody love anymore. Mm. And um, I put Raheem Devon on it. Mm. Hold on, hold on. So you put Raheem. He, he said down. that. Translate said that. God, did he say that? He said it. On the podcast. I missed podcast. that whole right shit, and I know right the nigga. <laughs> and I know the nigga. God and he put damn. you on. Raheem, cool. I sent him to send the song to him what I was doing. He knocked, he knocked it right out. So why have, has any label offered you, like, uh, have you ever run any label, like head of A&R or president of any label? Nah. You don't want to do that shit? Not really. Mm. He got, I told him once you, I like, he got all of them. <laughs> send Ronnie that so we can send it to Dot. Oh, them autograph. I'm gonna sell them for about a half a million. Man, what? Half you, that's that's million. your Bitcoin. That's NFTPS. Whatever that, that shit. is. Right NFTPS. Oh, what about this famous sneaker house you got? I heard you got a whole house. It's just for your sneakers. I don't know if it's another property now. Because uh, I remember you was pulling them out on Airbnb, something you, and you, you pulled out the New Balance that you, was your own edition. You can, you can Airbnb. You can Airbnb them now. You can go over there and stay. You shoes in there? Yeah. And like you got a whole look bunch at your shoes. shoes. You know like, I've been taking pictures nah, of that. Yeah, yeah. hella videos. <laughs> like, come on, Fat Joe. What's up, nigga? Yeah, right. nigga, licking your shoe. You know it's a nigga in your Airbnb no, licking your shoe. No. <laughs> I told Fat Joe, y'all lick the bottom. Yeah. I mean, lick the tongue. Don't lick the bottom. Yeah. That's Bro, nasty. where did that come from, licking the bottom? Fat Joe. New York Fat Joe shit. made it up. Fat Joe crunked that up. Mm-hmm. He was Bro, like, these ain't never been worn. It was a flex on it because he was when everybody was on white Air Force One lows. He was like, nigga, y'all want whites? You can't find them, nigga. It was like. I hate it. I hate that the new like young kids will make something hotter and then you can't find it. It'll piss you off because it's like your favorite shit anyway. But Air Force One's always been like that. You remember? I, I remember. I remember. In, I remember. Like it was a time. It was a time when I was like, I guess, like ninety six, ninety seven, ninety eight. I started wearing Jordans. I was. Just, I started wearing New Balance because mm-hmm. it, it got. You, you, yeah. If you remember back in the day. You went to South, South Cab and Greenbrow was the biggest footlockers in the country. Right. A Damn. little white kid named Dale, he used to sell me my Jordans at Springdale Mall in Mobile. He became a big manager in Atlanta. So when I came to Atlanta, I used to go to the store and see him. But it's like he was telling me about how I was going in Atlanta. Like all the guys from the streets, they were coming in and buy cases of Air Force One. Let like mm. me get a side, a case, case side elevens for me. Let me get a case of uh, this side for my girl mm-hmm. and this for my son. They would buy cases of them. Probably, probably about twelve, a dozen, probably at least a dozen. I, I blew a lot of money efforts when it, I got my first. It big might be check, more than I a came dozen. Back, I was in Salt Lake every day. Like, let me get out there two more whites and a black. Got there. Let me get like eight white tea. I just walk out the store like for no reason on a Tuesday. I was like, yeah, they were buying nah. about the cases. Yeah, yeah. wow. I started wearing Crazy. new balance nine ninety sevens. <laughs> I hate what they do with the dunks because I remember yeah. buying dunks when they were sixty five dollars. I remember, yeah. and it was yeah. near and dear to my heart because they're a comfortable fat dude shoe. It's a comfortable ass shoe. When I first started collecting heavy was like in oh five oh six, and that's all I was buying was dunks. Like I would stay up on line all night buying dunks. like a lot of those shoes that we bought. I remember when um when all the hype died, when all the hype went crazy about the pigeons. I bought a pair for like two thousand dollars, and they were like, "Boy, you crazy? I wouldn't pay no two grand for them shoes." 
Man, them shoes worth like seventy five thousand right now. Sheesh. Right now. Mm. So you do the wave? You do they Stop. was gonna be the Fabergé? I got, head of I got, culture. I got SB Dunks before they was called SBs. Before, yeah, they used to call them Pro Bs. And Pro-Bs. they was in the orange and orange and brown box, like the regular Nikes. So what's the most somebody ever offered you for a pair of shoes? I saw one pair of. Um, I had two undefeated fours. I saw with the, with the end case. I saw one pair to a dude in a foreign country for like eighty five hundred. Shoes. That's that's like the only and, shoe up, and, and I wish I wouldn't have sold it, cause that shoe right now worth crazy. like four thirty five, forty grand. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, and it's worth nine hundred thousand. How much you need for them? The undefeated, the undefeated is green, the M M&M and blue. Okay, but it's that dark green. Color. It's that dark green. It's got hard the, too. Tear the, uh, the jump man off the tongue, and it's got Nike. Air. I see the nigga with some of them on. I was like, come on. The dog. pair I saw, them the pair I used to wear. <laughs> All right, so if you crease your goddamn <laughs> shoe. Why is that frowned upon? Like, you got to wear that motherfucker. How you walk without creasing your shoe? I mean, they're just people who don't really understand. You know what I'm saying? They just being a little extra. So they still will buy it if you got to crease Yeah. Okay. Because if you know how to do it, you know how to get the crease out. If you want, really want the crease out, you can get the crease out. Some, school, some shoes look better and worn to me. I like, I like a good pair of beaters. What's your favorite pair of like beater sneakers that you don't give a fuck like what they look like? Mm, like a Jordan 3, a New Balance 1500, a Converse, Puma. Look good, some up. dunks. Some dunks look good yeah. beat up. Yeah. Um, it just depends. Like how you gonna wear it and what you gonna wear it with. Everything ain't don't supposed to be looking fresh and clean. Mm. You know, <laughs> you look monkey sometimes when you come out. Come on, like, <laughs> come on man. And we'll really be crazy. And I never really got into it, but like you on release date, you just go to the club and everybody got the same shoes. Same on. night. I'm like, but y'all look crazy here. Bubba Dub, he said they got them cool, them Jordan great. He said y'all quit them great Jordan, goddamn. Y'all niggas had wore them cool grays out. Bro, well, that's that shit funny as hell. That's why I wanted to have to make sure I got them early because I knew nigga was gonna run them. But Man. my nephew uh, went take him for his birthday, to get some shoes. Went to this little little shop outlet, not an outlet, but boutique type of spot, and they had all the shoes in there, and they had the great. Uh, the gray Elevens. I was like, you want them? He was like, nah, all the kids gonna have them at my school, and ain't none of them even black. <laughs> he the only black kid at his school. He like all these crackers gonna have all these shits, and I do not want to have them. Uh, dude, and that was the day I found out how much dunks cost. That same day, nigga, dunks. He said, "Let me get these." I said, "These? No, no, dunks is like two fifty, three hundred. I bought him three hundred twenty dollar pair of uh, low cut USC Excuse dunks. Me? Low cut. Oh, Which ones? They the uh, USC um they uh, burgundy, burgundy and gold. For three fifty, I thought they was about a hundred ten. You gotta catch them when you catch them. I mean, they all got different, you know. They highs or lows? Lows. I ain't, I ain't bought none of the, the new ones, like with the new, the whole little new wave. Mm-hmm. The, they call them SpongeBob. You got the SpongeBob shits? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. Like, I think after them came out, the dunks really got on some other shit with the kids and how much they were starting to cost. I remember them SpongeBob shits came out and everybody was going crazy. I got a homeboy, Dre. You ever been to uh, Project Blitz in LA? No. The store, it's not, you, you had to make an appointment to go? No, wow. I'm definitely the, not wow. a tax bracket for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta go, you gotta go to Project Blitz. Yeah. I gotta go. <sighs> I have got myself, I have weaned myself off of sneakers. Yeah, man, yeah, I mean, he's trying to buy some property. I, yeah. Man, <laughs> for Drake, sure. Drake, 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 Drake <laughs> from Project Blitz back when the junks went crazy the first time, he went to an outlet store in California and bought like 25 pair of Paris dunks mm-hmm. for like one, for like 120 a piece. Mm-hmm. And he sold back way back then. He sold every pair of them shoes for no less than like three thousand dollars. But one pair of them shoes right now is worth like seventy five thousand. Mm-hmm. 
Real he estate. had he had like a he had a bunch of them. He has a, he, if you ever go to one of his pages, he got a picture of them. We had them all laid out on the floor. That's what the cool shit Damn. about sneakers. You gotta have the foresight to know these. Right. Was, this is the most. I ain't gonna lie. Shit. I got I got some off whites. I'm gonna hold on to man. I can keep them in mint because ain't no telling how that's gonna go. You know, after Virgil. Virgil, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you Sheesh. get the Virgil Abloh uh, Louis Louis sneakers? Nah. You gonna get them? I don't know. I ain't oh, gonna jump out the window. Started fire. But my boy, my boy, um, my boy Ryan, he the one that do the Southersby auction. He sold them first Yeezys. Cause we were supposed to actually sell our shoes together. I'm gonna send you the video when he's talking about it. And uh, he went, he he took them shoes, he took them shoes to Southerby and sold them for 1.8 million. Excuse me. Which, which ones he sold? There the, was the black sample that he wore to the um, to the Grammys. And you want to do real estate. And you want to do real estate. <laughs> this nigga here. <laughs> right here. And you want to buy a house. This nigga want to get a house. You want to cut talk grass. About, talk about uh, This nigga want to live in Morrow. Hold on. I got a question real quick, though. Real quick, real quick. So the, uh, damn, I forgot. To oh, the BMF days. Mm. Talk about the club. In the BMF was, days. The BMF days, like. When it really crunk up, that was during the time when I had left and went to Dallas. Nah, that was I got, I got one crazy story. That <laughs> 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 niggas are mad. Why did they actually leave, nigga? You don't see them. They started to bring dinosaurs in the club. <laughs> but I mean, I knew, I knew Juice. I'm sure, yeah. I knew Juice real good because she was like, you know, messing with Jeezy, messing around in the music business before Jeezy. Just, she was a real entrepreneur. But um, we was in Jazzy T's one night. Jazzy T's. On a Sunday. My first trip. And like, I would fly, I would fly back to Dallas on set on Monday morning. So we in, we in Jazz T's on that Sunday night. It's getting like, it's like 10 minutes before closing time. So me and DJ Funky, we in the DJ booth, and the manager comes up in the booth and say, look, everybody tell, get on the mic and tell everybody leave, everybody leave. What? Everybody get out, everybody get out. So as we going, everybody going out, they was like, no, you can stay like, no, I'm finna go, I gotta catch a flight in the morning. <laughs> so I'm walking out, everybody walking out, we walking out, and you get outside, it wasn't nothing but, Ford, 3,500, Dooley trucks, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Shit. everywhere. They was coming in the club. Mm, had to make everybody leave first. And they had, <laughs> had, had Ja Rule with them. Wow. So that morning, I'm getting up to go catch that first flight to Dallas. I got the radio on. Ja Rule walking the radio station. Hey, man, we just left the club, man. We just, we, I was in the club last night with, with, with Big Meach, you know, man. We just, I'm like. Boy, y'all crazy. Damn. Just put your name on the list. Yeah. Ja just put his name on the list on the radio. He didn't even know that shit. Jazzy T. Yeah, I was closing. So this night. The buzzer goes off. Yeah, man. So talk about how you Nappy Roots, though. Like, that was like a. It's going to be a good Yeah, that was your artist, right? That was my song. Actually, what happened was I knew Nappy Roots because we was on both. We was on Atlantic, 6 o'clock, volume one. Came out on Atlantic and um, Mike Karen, who also signed me, he signed Nappy Roots after he signed me, and um, we was just helping them get their records and stuff going. So we had already knew each other, but back in the same time, during the days when I ate the brownies, <laughs> Scales used to come to the studio all the time to try to get Polo to listen to their music. You know, Polo he had the whole Carrie Hilson thing going on. He was doing Pussycat Dolls and Nelly Furtado and all that stuff. Rich boy. He was crazy. doing all that stuff, so he yeah. wasn't really paying attention to it. So one night, I took the tape and just listened to it. So I'm I'm in the car, I put the tape, put the cassette, I'm listening to it, and the Good Day song came on. Mm. And I'm like, bro, who's, what y'all gonna do with this song? So, long story short, I got the song. I, I ended. I did a deal. With, I was already on Interscope. I did a deal, and we put the record out. 
And um, when they put their album out, they really only had the rights to put out on the album. They didn't have single rights to it, but uh, and no digital rights. So I, gave, I think I gave them like 60000 and then they ended up getting a deal with Fontana, but was also distributed through Universal, and uh, Universal gave them some money for, for, for doing their project. I ain't gonna hold you up because that song will be on commercials now. So yeah, that song be everywhere. <laughs> That's all the all the biggest movies, all the biggest TV commercials, and all the biggest TV shows almost that song from from like probably oh eight, oh seven, oh eight. Mm-hmm. From Secret Life of Pets to uh Neighbors. I think Neighbors was the first one. Wow. Child Life Murders. Every year that song was on the Child Life <laughs> Murders. But yeah, look, have a good day. Day. <laughs> if you listen to the chorus, it ain't nobody gonna die today. <laughs> but so you still get publishing from that. That's you still get a check. They, they get most of the publishing and stuff from it. Oh, I get the ro- I get royalties from it. Come on, now. You got talking about really. You told us about like three, four businesses right now. So when did you get into fishing, man? You be on, you be going hard on fishing. I was in there before I got into music. Before I started DJing. That's childhood. Oh yeah, Mississippi shit. Hattiesburg, nigga. You know what I mean? It looks fun. You like bass, brim, catfish? You go. I be bass fishing mostly. So y'all throwing the background. Most of. Big my bass, boy. You put some white, some mustard on one of them motherfuckers before. Not mustard. Best Fish strip, Fry Friday. <laughs> best right, strip club right. in Atlanta. Ooh. Ooh. The best strip club in Atlanta? Sir. Right now. Mm. Stir the pot. I'm, I'm always say like Blue Flame and Magic City because they our clubs. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these clubs, they, they ain't somebody else's name. True that. Wow. You know what I'm saying? But Blue Flame and Magic is like Black. somebody hit me the other day when the little incident happened. Like, what y'all going to do about the flame? Because, you know, they, the other little spot was it Local Luna. Yeah. They put they, them out yeah. like now. Mike, K, Mike and Jack and them own the roof. That was their daddy building. Yeah, you can't put them out. They you can't put them out. They own the building. Yeah. I was inside one. I went. They let me inside the Blue Flame one time when somebody had just got shot in the parking lot. Like they still was letting niggas in. <laughs> My nigga, excuse out. me, bro. God damn, what they got me. That one of them Hellcats backfired. <laughs> nah, right, nigga right, was right. stretched. <laughs> <laughs> a nigga was damn sure stretched. He got stretched by security, so I guess it was the whole thing. But like, you probably remember that shit. They had shot a dude's car up and all kind of shit because he had shot at the security. Oh yeah, yeah. Blue Flame it was years bro, ago, man. No, no, no. Nah, I was, that was back when I was with Nikki. She was doing like the Wednesday nights. Okay, we, we went in that motherfucker. I was like, yeah, yeah don't look over there. Just go. <laughs> don't, don't look, look over, there. over there. I'm like, nigga, I am not looking nowhere. What the fuck you talking about? <laughs> but like, it's, it seems like over the years you always connected to comedy, though. Some kind of way you connected to comedy. I remember you having the little, the dude from Instagram on your show. Uh, he was doing the uh, little kid voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, from, from Alabama. Yeah, he was like, you had him on everything. Wrong boy. Yeah, he was doing little. And when Ron I found out he was from Mobile, I was like, you know. Yeah, he was doing the cartoon. Yeah, the ride. I really. remember Ron Boy. Yeah. That was funny. Yeah, man. But like, how you always connected to comedy because you, you hit me randomly. I think I was doing sweet or something. He said, "Nigga, you said them nigga be rapping at forty. I said, "Where you? Where you at? You in the club?" He's like, "No, I'm in the station." Yeah. Hey, bro, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Ronnie Jordan and Gerald Kelly on Friday nights at Sweet Lounge going crazy. Hands down, the greatest. <laughs> I'm sitting there listening to me and cue the record going off. Like, oh, no, no, no. I'm about to make this joke. Let me record this. Oh, Let me record man. it down the line so I can play this back later. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Shout out to everybody dope. who got a 40-year-old homeboy rapping, goddamn. This- yeah, yeah, man. Keep on going. Yeah, you just starting to rap. It's just like, I'm finna rap now. I'm yeah. coming back that out. But you, know that, but you know what they think? They think because 
somebody else is 40 that's still rapping, but they started, they blew up when they was younger. You just trying to get mm. on. They legacy that, acts now. They you like trying to get started at 40. Now when my EP come out, y'all don't be <laughs> talking shit. Like, you know. Don't y'all be talking shit about me now. Let that shit. Y'all better do my TikTok Play that shit street. Don't play it. You ain't got to play that shit. You play that bitch by 9 What EP stand for? What what? Oh, when I put out my song. No, I say, what does EP stand for? I don't for? know. <laughs> Extended, <but. laughs> Isn't it don't like, ask me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just know it's like when niggas put out some songs. <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, <laughs> fuck with my EP. <laughs> Everybody know that. It used to be mixtape. Everybody know that. <laughs> do you remember, did you ever hang out with Jermaine Dupri and Janet when they was running around the city? Because they was everywhere, and it was like dope hmm. to see. Oh, yeah. I remember, I remember uh, Chris, what was it, Chris Rock said, man. I woke up one day, they talking about Jermaine Dupree got Janet Jackson. I felt like Bentley's was on sale yesterday, and I didn't get one. <laughs> and I ain't get, I ain't one. get one. <laughs> but you got to understand, Janet Jackson is <laughs> the number one. Jermaine Dupree, Atlanta nigga, he a cool nigga, man. Like, Penny for good time. Let me tell you, but, time, but see, I'm going to tell you something, though, which y'all got to understand. When you you got to go outside of Atlanta. Like when like the world is so much bigger than 285, and a lot of people that live here don't even really understand Man, crazy, the dynamic bro. of that situation. Now, no, but check it out. Let me tell you. <laughs> in New York and LA, Jermaine is huge. Yeah, he's an icon. Yeah, we but, don't treat but, him. But, right. but in Atlanta, people don't, don't, don't really treat him, treat him like we that. Don't treat him. We don't treat him right. Like the whole little vegan ice cream thing. That's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah, that that is is I mean, the fact that Outkast was big in Dallas first is. It sums up everything. Come on, man. We we don't do right sometimes. We we we, we support so everything. We, we support everything. Niggas couldn't wait to say "Must be two side T.I.F.A. Then T.I.F.A. Must be two side. Like, nigga, leave him alone. <laughs> they right. was going. They can't wait for your downfall. Like, it was like yeah. they build you up just to do that. Hey man, they just start killing them now. You blow up now. Hey, we gonna kill you. And gonna I mean, but like, here. I mean, you have seen some of the most prolific, potentially potential people. Pass away like from this hip hop shit, Crazy. like from Dobie, you know what I'm saying? Dobie, like, uh, 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 03, Tupac, um, so many people. I mean, a lot of people that ain't really that famous, right? You when they had to come talk to you, like, at people one don't time. realize, like, Cuddy Cartel passed away, yeah. I Ooh. mean, it wasn't no violent, no violent stuff, but it's like, yeah, that's just thing. don't like, I don't think, like, the whole little, the, the whole little, um, I guess times that we've been through in in this whole little I guess pre-millennial situation mm -hmm. like we 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 really put a lot of people in a crazy situations mm. yeah and this is it's just a manifestation of what didn't happen the way it was supposed to happen like people be talking about these kids and the way they rap and they shooting and killing it's like it's the same thing it's our fault. Yeah, we raised yeah, it. Yeah, we started. I mean, shit, we they started. mama is in goddamn, uh, they on, she on fucking Camp Creek right now at the U-Bar. <laughs> Riding the bull. On the bull. U-Bar. <laughs> but but uh, uh, Crazy Bone said in one interview that they had a meeting, and they told him to push the gangster agenda. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't niggas, who is they? I don't really think that, because let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you why I think that's a stretch. And it could be true, mm -hmm. but I'm going to tell you something. They don't even have to do that. Social media... I'm gonna let you read some social media. I, I made this the other day, so you won't think it's just it's something crazy. Social media is really gonna keep us in slavery forever mm. because when you look at how it works, put a positive post on your page, nothing, and put somebody shooting and fighting. Mm. And put some. I seen you was doing head. that like a kind of like a social experiment on your page. Yeah. So when you when you look at it, it's like. They don't have to tell us to do that. That's what we like anyway. Mm -hmm. Right. So, like, if I'm going to make money off of it, of course, 
<laughs> hey, I'm gonna give y'all what y'all want. Hell yeah. Read it. Oh, read it out loud, right? Oh, <laughs> as long as we keep that nigga act like he was in class again. He said, "Ah, oh, shit, <laughs> damn." All right, it's my paragraph. God, as long damn. as we keep. God, God. Hey, can I? Y'all got some names on y'all. Y'all got words. Y'all got some names. Shaw your man. Shaw your man. You know we we read teleprompters on boss. Nah, I know, nigga. As long as we keep strolling past. Was that strolling? Like he's laughing at what I said. Okay. He's laughing at you. Yeah. Scrolling. Scrolling, scrolling out there. Scrolling. <laughs> scrolling past like positive posts, but like, comment, and follow as violent uh, killing cap. We will continue to be our to be our slave master. Social media is the new plantation. Mm. I said what I been saying. This right. goddamn sign. He signed this motherfucker. You know how a nigga retweeted. Yes, sir. He signed it. Greg Street said it. Hell yeah. <laughs> I can see that. That's it. I mean, right. I can see that. You got to think. You saw the shirt I sent you. On, That's man. the whole thing behind the shirt. You don't need a million followers to make a million dollars. So, mm-hmm. baby, if you look good, you got to look. People like you. Find your product to sell. Because if, if, if you got five, ten thousand followers, you can make a million dollars. Give them a shirt. Mo- <laughs> most millionaires who haven't exposed their business to the world, mm-hmm. they don't have no followers. They make a million locally. Yeah. Make a million locally in your city. Like Atlanta's so big, you could if you got a product to sell and it's going off, you could fucking make it. You can make a million dollars with no followers. You got ten say you got ten thousand followers, you sell five hundred to a thousand people something every month for a hundred dollars. GD you, had, right you got now, a million followers, fire. you can't even supply <laughs> the demand you're gonna create. Right. Mm. You ain't got enough mm. you ain't got enough manpower. No enough money. Speaking of merch, man, bless the F. Yeah, yeah, bless the and the special coming out. Yeah, yeah, Come my, 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 my yeah, comedy special, my one-hour yeah. special finally drops, man. Uh, yeah. Epic shot to Epics and uh, Eric Abrams and yeah. Brian Baldinger tonight. To, no, fe- okay, we gonna air it <laughs> February 11th, man. February 11th tonight, midnight. <laughs> yes, midnight. I, I fucked up. And it's gonna be on okay. what network? Let me do it again. Right. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Drop roll, please. Right. That's the commercial. Drop roll, please. My Epic Specials drops tonight, man. Yeah. Drops tonight. Yeah. Midnight. Midnight on Epics, man. Shout out. It's called. It's like a docu-series, they, they call it. It's produced by Wanda Sykes. called Very nice. Unprote- unprotect- unprotected Sets. Let's uh, get it. Season three. Season two, Black Ron was on there. Clayton English was on there. Yeah. Leonard Deuce oh, been on there. But they was giving people 30-minute sets before. But this year, they, they, they stepped it up to an hour. The Let's go. Thing. They called me eight days before. Like, you got an hour? I was like, nigga, yeah, you have an hour. Yeah, man. One, you, how many you need? Right. right. Y'all got them diabetic <laughs> socks or not? <laughs> Give me them sugar socks, man. <laughs> sugar hey, socks. You, you said it's called Unprotected what? Unprotected sets. It's on Epics, the same network as Godfather Harlem. I was at the chick house last night. She had to have some protection. I pulled my mask out. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, you know you don't be going so over no cheese house. Greg, Greg, I'm going on stage. Where you going to continue? Hey, man, stop going over, girl. Hold on, man. I got to say this. Stop going over women's houses, man. That's dangerous as fuck. Yeah, you, you work too much, Greg. Hell yeah. You the first Bentley I seen owned by a black person. Man, I know you you could get you a you could get you a a, a driver that could blindfold a bitch. <laughs> I know that's for sure. Got me locked up with some of them rappers. Nah, I'm just saying blindfold on the way to the house and she ain't got to know where you like how to get there. <laughs> she gonna know where you they live. They gonna know how to get there. She gonna know you live. The she police gonna know, gonna know how to get there. She gonna drop a pen, bro. She gonna drop a pen to herself. Man, for sure. You ain't got a comma bun. Is that a <laughs> so you get love. Is it, is it anybody that don't fuck with Greg Street? Because you get love everywhere, bro. Oh, the Greg like Street the, hate is real. Gangsta. It ain't no Greg Street hate. They ain't playing a song at the club when they be like doing like, hey, bro, play my shit. Do you remember anybody being in the background and then it became the man? Like, do you remember anybody walking in with somebody else sitting there? I'm sure you remember Future was in the background. It's a lot of people. Yeah. Tupac was. Hold on. Wow. Digital, Digital Underground. Underground. He's oh, a background yeah, yeah. dancer for real. Oh, There's a lot of them. Brody. Um, Shit, Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, Jermaine was a dancer. Young Bird. 
Yeah, Bird. Hitmaker. Hitmaker. He was in the little group. He um, said Puffy. He was dancing. <laughs> what Puffy was doing when you met him? Yeah, P- Puffy was actually, he had just got his job being A&R at Uptown. Wow. That was, uh, Puffy kind of invented the sauce, like he, like that R and B goddamn with the with the rap beats on the thing. That shit is, okay. I still listen to Mary J. Blige today. Like that a, old it, shit, like what's the four one one? I was listening to that shit the other day. Like it has a little more soulful twist to the New Jack Swing era. It, yes, right. it's yeah. a cleaner polish. It's a better. Yeah. It's, it makes your ears happy. Right. You know? like, it's, it's, I don't know. But you got to see Teddy Riley them went. Teddy Riley them went through the era when they was making original music. They didn't yeah. really do a lot of sampling because right. that was during the time when the samples they was trying to rob people. Yeah. And then Puffy, money. Puffy, when Puffy and Jermaine them came along, they started back sampling and just was willing to go ahead and pay it's for like it. Pay them the new old sound. Right. Yeah. Is there, is there anybody that you uh, missed the opportunities to like sign? It, like the Gucci was like, yo man, like. I used to ride with Gucci. I, I, um, used to what? I used to rock with Gucci. Oh, oh I, I thought you said Rob no. with Gucci. I said, nigga, wow. Like, like, this is going to be four hours. Boulder Chris Greg. Boulder Greg. Boulder Greg Street. Yeah, Caveman, you still owe me a check because he put out the. Uh, I, I, had, I was the only person with a copy of the first Gucci Man album. And I gave it to wow. Caveman. He, he re released it. Oh, when man. he started working with Gucci Man doing the mixtapes and stuff. Wow. Yeah, Caveman. Come on. No, it, 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 yeah, it was way before. This was like 97, 98. Run us them royalties, bro. 97, Gucci? Yeah, wow. before Trap House, before So Icy and all that. That nigga was in high school, one. He had an album He had an album out in like 97, 98. <laughs> hey, Gucci got a good book, too, bro. Great I'm, book. I'm halfway through that. Mm-hmm. shit pretty good. Great book. But, like, do you, does it make you proud to funny. see the, the influence that Atlanta has on, like, the world? Because it's like, I go anywhere, and they like, you're from Atlanta. But you got to think, though, see, Atlanta is the only city in America where like black people really had a chance to do what they had to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you, when, when I first, I, I had never been to Atlanta until I moved here to work at V103. Oh wow. So when you get out, but when you get off the plane, if you're not from Atlanta, when you get off the plane, if you're from New York, you're from LA, Texas, Miami, any other city in the country, when you get off the plane in Atlanta, you know you're in Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Black people got the airport on lock. It's the closest you know thing to Black Africa, goddamn. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, is this Scotland? <laughs> yeah, Black you, people you doing so much. American music when you, you, know what saying? A, you got soul a, food restaurants in the airport. And as a person that grew up that, that is from Atlanta, when you leave Atlanta for the first time, you realize how different that shit is. Yeah, you like, where, like, where are right. the black people? Like, yeah. you, can, you can go days in Atlanta. Without seeing no white people, depending on where you at. When I used to drive to Atlanta a lot, I was like, I, don't, I stopped seeing white people in cars in Gwinnett. Like, after you leave Gwinnett, you look over, ain't no more white people in no more cars. <laughs> I don't know the fuck the niggas that came from South Carolina with me. <laughs> That's what, Atlanta kind of messed me up when I started traveling for colleges, though. I went to Vermont one time, and it was like, I, I had seen black people for like a week, and I was like, Oh, wow. Getting antsy. Yeah, <laughs> like, it was like, yeah I was ashy. Yeah. Then they put me in one of them hotels that was like the in and out. The in and out. You could walk in. Mm-hmm. And then I walked in there and there was an old lady. Just She was about 98 years old. And she had like half her hair shaved off. And she was like. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm not staying here. <laughs> I called the person. Yeah, I'm at the, I'm at, I'm at the street at the Daisy. Uh, My phone didn't work. They had the nigga at the lodge. She was in a rocket <laughs> right. chair. She was like. Hell no, a white lady, oh, an old white lady man. She, she might have been twenty, goddamn. She, she looked <laughs> like twenty. <laughs> she, <said, "Yeah." laughs> she might have been twenty. She look ninety eight, goddamn. When that meth kick in, I don't know. That meth yeah. go crazy. Yeah, man. But shit, we appreciate you for pulling up, man. Because you know we don't we don't see you in the streets like that on the podcast tip. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Because dropping them gems. 
So do you have a podcast? Yeah, I'm, getting, I'm getting ready to get it all started. I did a couple episodes. Oh. I put the LA Reed one out. And um, it, my, my podcast is called Business is a Talent. Mm-hmm. And really yes, just sir. trying to get people to understand, like, it's so much other stuff going on in whatever game you want to be in besides being the person out front. You know what I'm saying? That's why I did the one with L.A. Reed. Like, he went from growing up in Cincinnati, Ohio, starting the deal, all the way to 300. You know, future, he went through outcast, mm-hmm. everything. That's hard. Yeah, man. That's yeah. real. That's real as fuck. Damn, I was going to ask you one more time. All. Yeah, one more time. I'm still looking for things. You got I'm still looking for my shit. So, uh, Comment, uh, if y'all had another question. For are you still doing um, your sneaker? We're bringing it back this year. April sixteenth is coming back. Can we get comedy there? That's what I brought you yeah, here. You, yeah, we was talking. That's what I brought you here for. I came to corner you. Well, this is what I told. <laughs> this this, 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 what, I, this oh, what I told Ronnie when he first started talking. Well, about that shit legendary. Though. I want to get. Uh, I'm gonna show Tyler something. I just ripped these two tonight. He gonna do smoker. He wanna do some smoker. Y'all wanna try to do some promos for it. Oh, we only sober for some puppets. Come on, man. You know how you can get paid. Now y'all gonna do the voiceover for the puppets. Y'all just gonna do y'all. Oh, no, I used to get paid for that for the five me street. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you probably don't like you. You like not having to come to work. But what? You know, I be going to sleep at the time I had to be at work. No man. This, this was a series I did for uh, I think 2010. Hell nah. <laughs> that shit remind yeah. me of the uh, the Penny Hardaway commercial. Yeah, Lil Penny. I remember all these commercials. Niggas forgot Kobe and LeBron had commercials together. Come on, man. Kobe and LeBron. Nike commercial was the best back in the day. Nike yeah. commercials, that shit. <laughs> Sneaker friends. Mm. We had a few of them. Yes, sir. Walters is like an Atlanta staple. That's why I remember getting my you first pair name. Oh, yeah, Walters crazy. Oh, we gonna do it. We gonna do the whole little comedian roll up. Bam, can we do? Is. Can we do it in a comedy environment? But like, it's the Sneaker Friends presents. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because those those goddamn sneaker big meetups. It's a testosterone. It's a dude fest sometimes. Yeah, it's a, it's, hard to but now it's different. Like women are all through the sneaker culture. Oh, yeah, but women crazy it's now. It's like going to A3C. Like trying to do comedy there was the roughest shit I ever did in my life. Trying to do but comedy in a room full of independent rappers with book bags. <laughs> like, y'all the saddest people I ever met. In my life. <laughs> y'all niggas all want the mic bad as hell. As, as hell. <laughs> Let hey, me rap right quick. Like, the women that be at them sneaker joints still got a dick in the car though, so it's like a different. Not all of them. Not all of them. It's different now. Some of them. <laughs> let's go. Think, let's Instagram, go with most. Niggas needed something to do on Instagram, so Instagram this ain't going to no dunk fest. Something yeah, like girl, that. I'm finna go to dunk fest. <laughs> that shit is not happening. <laughs> dunk fest. That shit's not happening. Uh, I'm tell you, I be knowing where the hoes at, and it ain't there. <laughs> <laughs> you get the comment of the week. It's right here, man. The money bag mafia episode. Funny episode, by the way, fellas. Man. Great job. They Great. was killing um, me in the comments. Daniel McNeil said, and Ronnie submitted this. is funny. I've been trying not to do the ones that hit you because they I all like try to hit you. But, yeah. bitch, but this I'm is real tough. funny. It said, man, Ronnie got the big mom of your arm arms. 
The way you said. Big mommy your arm. Arms. <laughs> Put some butter on it. Give me some butter. Big mama had that bitch on the stove. Huh? Did you see what I replied to? I replied to one of them niggas. I said some long shit. This is good though. Yeah. He said also he said, love this show. Salute. So salute to yeah, you. Uh Daniel McNeil. Appreciate you, bro. We Very funny. Me gonna be in no, we're fucking not. Yeah, we are. You're right. I'm tripping. Yeah, yeah. We're going to be in South Carolina first. That's gone already. Right. Yeah. Mississippi, man. Jackson, Mississippi. Ooh. Chuckles, Comedy House. Um, myself, Rem- Remulus Rodgers. We out there. Oh, the Back night. Dion Sands, pull up. Hell special yeah. comes out tonight. Come on, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tonight, me and Remar are in Jackson, Mississippi right now. Like, So man. get some tickets tomorrow because you fuck around. <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday joint Super Bowl gonna be on yeah. Sunday, so we ain't gonna be in that bit. You hear me? And the next day I'm gonna be hosting Knack Alive, man. I'm hosting. Come the on, main man. Main show Come on, man. Come on, man. That nigga finna host sir. Crack Alive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's why. That's how I get my work, man. I can't. Them clubs, ah, them clubs don't book me, nah, man. man. So, that shit. Them schools book me. I can't. Nah, I can't fuck complain, that. That's so. great money. Here yeah. you talking yeah. about real money? Yeah, yeah, yeah Student activities, but student activity, bro. Cash money. Street be seeing me hustling at stages in my career. Like, I see you, nigga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just, just call me. Hey, he he come to church. I appreciate you, man. You know, you, you, he pumped, the, pumped the, the merch on the radio, man. Pumped GD. I appreciate and you. That, had Goldie on the air. You had yeah, .net on there. Way before. Yeah. .net was like, yeah. I'm yeah. be on the street, I just bro. saw him online. Yeah, yeah. man. You, 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 you fuck with the in entrepreneurs. In fact, you sent me a jacket. Yeah, I got it. Tom from Tom. He messed with one of my fishing partners. Oh, Rich White, dude. Yeah. Man, I'm trying to come fishing, man. What's up? Man, get hooked in, now. Oh yeah, yeah. He could people. And Gray Street really do be promoting just it's the part regular of his life, man, like bro. looking out. But you like, got, you got to. This, you know this, this is what people don't understand about this whole game, man. It's like if we got behind our people, like mm-hmm. we get behind Polo, mm-hmm. talk and, shit, and Gucci, and all this other do stuff. That shit today. It's like mm-hmm. we we can never we can never get to the manufacturing level that they're at because we can't get the money to do it. But like I just said about, you don't need a whole lot of people to support your brand for your company to come up and be able to make money. Because mm. once you start making money, then you start getting in all them lanes with the people that do this type of manufacturing, mm-hmm. people that do this type of packaging. Come on. This person right here know how to ship. Yes, this sir. person right here know how to distribute. Oh, God. It's like, but we won't support nobody enough. But once they mm-hmm. get there, we're going to start dick riding. We're going to show up. Come like, on, oh, man. yeah, that's my partner, man. You know, we went to school together. Man, I know his sister. You know what I'm saying? His auntie and my auntie were best friends right. back in the day. Like, we won't support nobody so we can have our own major companies. Like, all these companies, when you go trace the history of these companies, like, what, Louis Vuitton been around since, what, the 1800s? Mm-hmm. Gucci been around since, like, 1925? Polo. Like, they, mm-hmm. these people didn't build these companies based on all the black people running around talking about, yeah, man, I was the first one with it, cuz. Yeah. Y'all weren't rocking no Gucci. I was, like, bro, these folks were making stupid money. In slavery time. The, the trunks, nigga. Them the Louis Vuitton trunks. trunks. Nigga, you can't even get one and of them. Like, right. Frederick Douglass had one of these motherfuckers. <laughs> that's, what, that's what now I was looking up. He's like, I collect Louis trunks. I said, like, what the fuck? These <laughs> niggas started making shit out of bus seat. <laughs> yeah. That's how I knew a nigga like, had real, real money. He said he collects Louis trunks. I said, man, let me get, let me scoot out of the way. That's why you got to own yeah, yourself. That's too much. Why you got but like, we, ain't gonna, we ain't going to support each other enough to get to that level. Because you like, and like with the kids doing all the crazy stuff they doing, that's a whole part of that. Because. Mm. We don't believe we can do it because in our community, and like that's the whole foundation of the podcast. In our community, the way we talk about each other so much, we scared to take a shot. Mm-hmm. When you was growing up, you know what I'm saying? You had the bully in school, you had the cute girls, you had the, um, the cool guys, 
Then you had the fat girls that were cool. You had a, you, you always had a bunch of group of people that they used whatever they strong point was. The fat girls that was cool was a not to step, thing. not to, not to step up to the plate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like you had a girl like I could beat everybody's ass here, so I don't do my school work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it was a fat. I'm Damn, a, so it's like so the whole thing. I don't do my school. So so the whole thing is like when you grow when you get to be an adult. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. But then once you get to that place in your life where you feel like, okay, this shit ain't going to work. <laughs> this ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. Because, but the whole thing is they did that because they didn't want to step up to the plate mm-hmm. and chase their dream. And people don't want to chase their dream because they're too scared. Mm-hmm. If it don't work, the people around them are going to make fun of them. Because yep. mm-hmm. we don't have the concept of anybody that's got some money, got some real money, they got more losses than wins. Yes, sir. Cause you don't have to win but one time because when you win with something that you got a passion for you're gonna win times a million win so if win. i give you a hundred thousand dollars right now and you go put ten thousand dollars into ten different investments if you lose on eight of them all your homeboys like oh he he broke it he lost he, he lost on it he lost on that they don't realize you won on it two got ben got that shit, back. I, I had i had bitcoin when it started and mm-hmm. i had apple and because i lost 80 over here, y'all think I'm broke, but right. I got a hundred million off these two. Mm-hmm. We don't think like that. All right. thing we're gonna talk about is the, losses. the losses. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I made the whole post for the internet. It's like mm-hmm. as long as we talk about the negative and don't focus on nothing positive. Like I put a we need to read post right next to a girl shaking her head, and people don't realize why I do it. Well, I like Just, what you do reading lists for kids and everything. But I'm saying, like, but if you look at my page, I might post some idea for some kids reading, and then the next day I might post a girl shaking her ass. She might get a hundred thousand views. The reading mm-hmm. post might not get a hundred views. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Nigga, we don't want to read. Right, but well, that's just flat ass, flat ass books. Flat ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, not, but, but you're not reading. You're looking at some kids. You're looking at me paying some kids to yeah, read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't even bang that like on the kids. They're like, why right. are you looking at Right. With that <laughs> ass mama up there. You know <laughs> with that mama on there reading with that ass out. <laughs> How about that? Look, 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 look what Teacher Bay did. Teacher <laughs> Bay. She Bay just had crazy. a baby. I want to follow her. Ah, no, my favorite stripper got saved. <laughs> no. I'm out the club. My, one of my favorite hey. porn stars. I gave that like bitch so head. much tide money. Well, you hear me? One of my favorite porn stars had a surgery. So you weren't focused. I was That's not. Hilarious. That bitch went to Jesus. <laughs> Mad as hell, man. Your tithes, man. <laughs> she, she was paying tithes on he your trick. Really hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Tyler. She was paying she was paying your tide money. You turned your tide money to trick money. She was paying tithes with trick you. Tithes. So you really paid your tithe. I was oh, giving shit. a love offering. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you weren't getting no love. I wasn't getting no goddamn love. No love. I didn't know Twitter was the Pornhub. I did not know that. No, Facebook right, Messenger. Man. I didn't know that. I don't be on Facebook. <laughs> oh, you did. That's goddamn like, Kanye. Am I live? That sounds like some hairy vagina. Yeah, that sounds like that book. Messenger. Them cootie cats in there. Hey, don't you show me no Facebook. Somebody just sent me one today. No, sir. They sent in that black mouth over I don't want to see no deaconess mess. What? Street got an inbox full of cootie cats. And then this, this dude Facebook, said, he'll send you some girls, then he'll send, they got Reverend Al Sharpton at Newburgh. And then right after that, he'll send you some girls. What? 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 Reverend Al Sharpton at Newburgh. Okay, well, before that, he said this. Well, that's just ass. Twitter be having real porn. But you be caring about them, though. Like, this is one of my favorite porn stars. She said, my knee surgery's going well. I'm like, oh. Oh, she's gonna wear a brace in the next. She year. got a slut dick on her back. 
Now I got to find a woman. Hey, one of my favorite pastimes is to find the strippers. I mean, not strippers, but porn stars of the past. Oh, oh that's, that's a that's fun. a. Hey, you and know See what they doing? Hold on. You really do that? I do that. All right, so like do like write it like. Put something together so we could do that for Patreon. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Where are they now for porn stars? That oh, that's a baby Patreon. Baby down. Bad. The Patreon, you know I mean? Y'all tap in with our Patreon. Patreon yeah, subscribe me, me, me. Now, Please subscribe, man. We got a whole lot of content that's on oh, there. Shout yeah. out to Key. She's in the building. Key, she put Key. that up there, man. So y'all make sure y'all tap out. Shout out to Key, the engineer as well on the sound. Me, me, me. So yes, please, Patreon, Patreon. We got a lot of stuff on there that people have not seen. And you'll be the only one. Yeah, and the spot is streaming every Thursday, man. The spot is streaming. They, they got the cootie cats. Almost had a knockout. That's the little midget girl. Bro, you almost had. That's the little midget girl. That's her. Bro, that's your girl, ain't that's, that's my girl, that's yo. That's I got baby. that video in my she phone, but then on Facebook. She over that VMW in <laughs> yeah. the Facebook. She over that real girl. Hey, look, I got that little video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man. She sent me a little video. Hey, hey. hey, so you think Megan Good gonna be in these streets? <laughs> hey, man, let's go. <laughs> time to go, y'all. Go ahead, come yeah, on. My meter go. <laughs> I know. Because I'm trying well, to find. Meter ain't going. If, if you pay for parking, he's living in my truck right Megan now. Megan Good. Megan Good. Megan Good. Right. Thank you, man. Appreciate you coming through, brother. Yeah, for sure, for sure. We like to end the shows with episode. We like to end the episodes. With a segment we call Secret Genius Life Coach. Give the people some words of wisdom. Get through the week. Get to the next episode. I'm Kamar Secret Genius. The words of the week. Tip of the day. Or this. <laughs> Look both ways before you cross the street. <laughs> <laughs> what you said? Everybody's so funny. Everybody is so funny. <laughs> Yo, be- they had a real good one back with me. When, when Tip, when Tip yeah, and Tiny were going through their little thing, they say, Uh-oh. the tip of the day is, <laughs> Tip don't leave Tiny. <laughs> oh. <laughs> don't leave my little mama. <laughs> the, <laughs> the words of the day or the week are this. Love thy neighbor, <laughs> but don't get caught. But don't get caught. <laughs> <laughs> Being weird is fine. Right. Everybody got their quirks. It's a lot of weird people in the world. Being weird is fine. Just don't be a fucking <laughs> weirdo. Just don't be a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Just don't be a fucking Thank weirdo. You. That's real as fuck. Weirdo, a weirdest. <laughs> <laughs> Word of the day is weirdest. <laughs> Where did this? Where did this? Where did this go? <laughs> Where did this? Exactly. Where did this go? Where did this come from? <laughs> go ahead. End it. <laughs> yeah. Border culture is the brand. It's the border culture show. Cabal the Secret Genius. Dream O'Ride. Tyler Chronicles. Ronnie Jordan. Special guest, the legend. Legendary. OG. Greg Street. Greg Street. 